Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Yay, it's Friday. Welcome to our Friday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Seth Harp is going to produce our broadcast today. And uh, we hope it'll be a, a good, active day. Uh, Want to wish uh, Cornelius Ingram and his Hawthorne girls basketball team a lot of luck. They are playing for a state championship later on today. Uh, we're going to have a couple of uh, coaches on, one at Gainesville High, one at Santa Fe High, who are playing in regional finals in boys basketball. A um, couple of things here. Um, Ole Miss has fired men's basketball coach Kermit Davis. He's gone. And it's too bad because I, I think he's a good coach. It just didn't work out. Uh, also, interesting, uh, Bruce Arians, the former Bucks coach, says that Tom Brady's personal life played a role in his team's struggles in 2022 this was on the rich eisen show uh he said that brady wasn't himself during the year well okay uh take it i mean he's close to the situation he certainly knows it also today there are those who love baseball who don't like the fact that rules are being in pla- put in place to speed up the game, to make it a shorter game. Well, they're doing that in football, too. Are you supportive of that? Do you think the game is in good shape? Do you think they should do some things to make it a faster game? Gator baseball... Tonight, the rotation will be the same as last week. Sprout, Waldrop, Caglione. They'll start a a righty tonight, Cincinnati will. uh, Garrett Harker, who has a good run average, 1.80. Their lefty on Saturday has an ERA of 2.25. Guy on Sunday, not so good, but so we'll see. They're 2-2 on the year. Gators softball took it on the chin Last night, UCLA's number one. They're number one for a reason. They knock off Florida 10 nothing last night. And uh, we're going to have softball today. They'll play Riverside at 345. Also, I digress. I'm looking at the, our weather board here. It's going to be in the 80s all week. It, what month is this? It's, what happens in July? It's going to be 120 here. Good grief. Anyway, uh, all right. We'll open the phone lines for you. Uh, 392. Oh, let me also tell you something that I find kind of odd. Wouldn't you think the XFL would want as much publicity as possible? Wouldn't you think that? Right? Now, they did secure television rights deals with... ABC, ESPN, et cetera. It's great. 
we wanted to send somebody down there to video the game. We can't. We're not allowed. It's a league rule that only the local team, the local market, can shoot video. We could go down there and we could uh, shoot the locker room, shoot the post game. We can't shoot, from a television standpoint, the game. That is crazy. That makes absolutely no sense to me. It flies in the face of, I mean, don't you want publicity for your league? No sense. You wonder why these leagues haven't made it over the years. Uh, okay, let's open up the phone lines, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. All kinds of things to talk about today. Here's Gator Sports coming out to Wing Wang this weekend. Uh, and, again, uh, I, I got an email after the show yesterday that I must read you. I think it encapsulates where a lot of fandom is today. And it was actually not done in a, in a I don't think, in a, in a malicious way. But guy's name is Jeff, and he says, Steve, I listen a lot, don't call a lot. He said, I'm concerned. He's, concer- I'm, it's a long, he's concerned about the coaches leaving the football staff so close to spring practice. And he said, is this an indictment on Florida? I, I tr- and I, I tried to say this yesterday. Only they know, right? But if you're coaching, l- let me, let me uh, give you an analogy here, okay? If I'm doing sports scene from the studio and – Seth says to me, hey, Steve, you don't have to come in. You can do sports scene from home every day, and I'll get you your guests. Uh, no thanks. I don't want to do that. That's a, that's a promotion. That's a, that's a better thing, right? Well, in the NFL, I don't, there's a lot of Gator fans, a lot of college fans don't like the NFL. It's the biggest marketing giant in all of sports, and you don't have to recruit. So in this day and age of NIL and money and all that, going to the NFL seems like a pretty good idea if the you know, pay is commensurate, all of that. So if you're concerned about this, let me know, but I just think the timing is odd, I'll say that, but you get a chance to go to the NFL – <laughs> I think you take it. Joey, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, hope you didn't talk about this. Maybe you probably did. But uh, I was just curious about the basketball team, you know, our lack of depth. And uh, I haven't seen Bowman or uh, Felder play. And I know uh, he came back about two, three weeks ago. Any reason for all that? Yep, because the coach thinks they shouldn't play. I mean, okay. that's simple, right? I mean, what, what team, can you name a team that plays like 10, 11 guys? No. I, I can't. So why is Florida different then? 
Well, he he did play about ten last last game. But yeah, but like but, said, but but what you're saying, lack of depth. Well, that doesn't. Those two things don't make sense. If you're playing ten guys, you have depth. Right, maybe uh, quality and depth. Well, that's at, at one time Bowman started and and Felder started. Are they in the doghouse or? Well, Felder went through some personal issues, if you remember, right? right. So, right. you know, that's happened. And, and look, just because I'll, I'll relate this to baseball. If you looked at Florida's starting pitching rotation the first week of the year, Timmy Manning was in that rotation. What happened to Timmy Manning? He didn't perform very well. He didn't start. So whether by injury or whether by whatever you're doing, you don't perform well, then you don't play. Simple. Yeah. I don't even know if I saw Bowman on the bench uh, that day, uh, last game. Do I was doing that? baseball. I don't know. Maybe somebody can tell me that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he was on the bench. So that just brought my curiosity. Yeah, but, I mean, right. they, but I they played, you know, they had, they had uh, let's see, I think eight guys that played double-figure minutes. You know, Fudge and Aberdeen didn't, didn't play a lot, but they played a little bit. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, most teams go seven, eight deep. That's what they, and Florida in this case. I mean, we can quibble with the numbers here. I just pulled up the box score. Eight guys played 14 or more minutes. That's about right. Yeah. Okay? Yep. All right. All right. Yep. Thank you, sir. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf. For example, Riley Kugel played thirty minutes a month ago. Riley Kugel wasn't playing thirty minutes. Why is he playing thirty minutes now? Because he's playing better. He's he's earning more playing time. Why is Jason Jatobo playing twenty five minutes now instead of four? Well, because there's no Colin Castleton. Rick, hello. Yeah, Steve, it's Rick. Haven't called in a while because I'm mostly talking about football, but I'm, we got on this coaching thing, and uh, I just wanted to add a little bit to what is, is pretty well assumed. You know, this idea of coaching for assistants has become a pain in the tail and head coaches, but the head coaches get the money. The assistant coaches are going to need to start getting a whole lot more money because they got to keep following these recruits from and their brain set from age 15 to 19 is not real strong. But to add to that, I said something last year that there's a jealousy factor going to kick in here from the NIL, from player to player and the money, and from student to coach. When the students are getting more money than the coaches, something's not going to feel right to that coach, that assistant coach. And and so I think they're going to need to move that assistant coach money up quickly. Uh, Are they going to start having more problems? But as far as the timing of what's going on, this is on the pro schedule now as far as the way these coaches are moving out of Florida. But but the ingredients to make assistant coaches unhappy is is in the pie right now. All right. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, Rick. Thank you for your call. 1213, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. Good afternoon, I'm Lauren Halpern. In Gator Sports, the number three softball team will take on UC Riverside tonight for their second matchup of the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic out in California. First pitch is scheduled for four. Find coverage right here starting at 345. 
The 4-1 baseball team will host the Cincinnati Bearcats tonight at 6.30. Find coverage right here starting at 6.25. The Gator Gymnastics team looks to come back after their first loss of the season against LSU. The team will take on number 12 Kentucky tonight at the Exitec Arena. The meet is scheduled to begin at 5.45. Closing out high school basketball season, Santa Fe Boys Hoops will take on the Village Charter tonight at 7 for a chance at the 4A state semifinals. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Lauren Halpern. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What I'd like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry is when you walk into the door, you're going to be treated like family. And when you walk out of the door, you will feel as if you, you've had an experience like no other in terms of dental practices. Um, you, will, you will be treated both professionally and personally. So to the extent that um, you, won't, you won't look for another practice. Uh, this is a lifetime type of practice where the moment you enter into it, I, I firmly believe that people don't leave here. They, they become patients forever. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Everyone's talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only options. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Spring's coming, and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. Call QC Kinetics now and get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Bedtime is rough. Even for Peanut. That's why people will try anything to fall asleep. Headstands before bed. Even blowing bubbles. But Ashley has a trick that works every time. A new Tempur-Pedic mattress. It adapts to your body's needs to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. 
you'll wake up feeling refreshed every day. Even Peanut agrees. So ditch the wacky bedtime rituals. Head to Ashley to take home a Tempur-Pedic today. Coming in March, the NCAA Tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. Welcome back. Lots of high school basketball postseason action. Several area teams still alive. One of those in Class 6A, boys basketball regional final. Gainesville will take on Ponte Vedra, and the Hurricanes coach now joins us here, Mike Barnes. Mike, thanks for doing this. First time you're here. Congratulations on what's been a very good year so far. For people who are listening and don't know about your team, Give us a thumbnail of the season, you know, how you got to this point. Well, first off, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, you know, it's uh, it's been a great year so far. We we have seven seniors, uh, which helps a lot. Um, I believe we're 23-6 and six now. We've played a very competitive schedule. And, um, you know, that's prepared us to, uh, you know, get to this point and hopefully – go a little bit further um you know we're led by uh you know theo stevens who's a very good guard seth childers uh you know is our point guard that uh kind of runs the show when he's out there on the court um josh hayes who was a, a transfer in um who's six nine and and headed to appalachian state uh, once his uh high school career is over and um you know just lots of other uh, great senior leaders in S.J. Westbrook, Montrell, uh, Hankison, and um, Cormac Davis and Jordan Bodie. So uh, just uh, really fortunate to have these guys um, and, uh, you know, play a lot of good teams around the local area. You know, as you just said, a lot of teams still alive, and it's been a lot of good basketball here in the area this year, and we're just fortunate to be a part of that and to still be playing. I'm interested, you know, sometimes, Mike, at the start of a season, you look at your team and say, I think we can be pretty good. Or Did you think your team would be this good at the start of the year? I thought we had the right pieces. Um, but, you know, it's it's tough when, you know, especially how we have a couple transfers that came in and Anthony Lavenin and, and Josh, and especially Josh, him being – Six nine and kind of a true big man, and a lot of the kids hadn't hadn't played with you know a true big man before, and that took a little bit of uh, a little bit of adjusting. But I thought that you know we had the pieces, and if we could you know keep our heads right, stay healthy, uh, and stay locked in, and and you know if we can defend, that we can make a pretty good run. So. You know, I think we have really good guards. We have size. We have depth. We have senior leadership. So I, I did, you know, think that, you know, we could get to this point. Um, so it, it didn't really surprise me. Or it hasn't as of yet. Last game, I think you had Oakleaf 47-42, I think was the score. Take me back to that game. What would you like about the way you played? Well, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> we only scored 47 points. So, um, and that's our credit to Oakleaf. I mean, we were down pretty much three and a half quarters. And what I liked about the game was that our guys did not quit, did not give up. Um, and we somehow found a way to, to win. That's a reflection of them. And again, those senior leaders and, uh, they didn't want to, they didn't want to lose. They didn't want their careers to end. So, um, that, that, you know, it was great playing at home. Uh, we, I think that was our fourth or fifth game in a row at home and the crowd was great and really spurred us on and brought us back. And, um, we were able to hit some timely shots and, and, um, you know, hit some free throws down the stretch to, to get the final margin. Oakleaf is, you know, just very long and, or they have a couple long guys and just very quick guards and defended us pretty well one-on-one. So, um, we just had a tough time getting into some of our offensive sets, but, um, you know, it, uh, just really proud of the guys for pulling it out. Tell me about Pontevedra. Uh, we played them in preseason this year. Uh, it just seems forever ago, though. That I'll was bet. in mid-November. <laughs> yeah. And we're going on, you know, 29, 30 games ago. And we were we did well versus them in preseason. But, you know, I think we're a different team. They're a different team. And a lot's changed over the course of the season. So they're you know, uh, run a lot of two-two-one press, run some man press. They play extremely hard. Uh, they're very well coached. They can really shoot it. Um, not not the biggest of teams, but, um, you know, they really battle and really defend. So uh, it'll be a hostile environment going over there uh, to that gym. Uh, but it's a challenge that, you know, the whole team is looking forward to. Uh, I, I've had the pleasure of coaching in high school in the past for baseball and football, and I, I've always wanted to know in talking to a coach for the first time, and I hope to ha- have you back next year and hopefully more this year, uh, what do you hang your hat on, Coach? If if, if a kid's going to play for you, uh, it, what are a couple of things that athlete must do for you and your philosophy as a head coach? Well, um I think that number one, I just, I think all of our kids are, are deep down really good people. And, um, you know, they want to do the right thing and they want to play the right way. And, um, I, I really just with, with players these days, just being coachable and not getting upset if, if a coach gets on you or, or yells at you or, you know, just realize that it's all out of love and, you know, we're all on the on the same team here, and we all want the same thing. We want the kids to be successful. We want the team to be successful. And, um, you know, once kids buy into that, everything else really takes care of itself. So, you know, that I, I hope that they see uh, from my perspective that I'm putting in the work for them and, uh, you know, that they do the same thing. Uh, anytime they want to get in the gym, I'll be there ready to open it up for them. And, um, you know, just uh, being a hard worker, you know, things that apply to normal life, just not being selfish, be selfless, and, um, you know, just uh, be happy to wear, uh, you know, the purple, white, or black jerseys that we're wearing tonight. So, All right. Well, it's going to be a Class 6A regional final as Gainesville goes on the road to face Punta Vedra. Mike, I wish you a lot of luck and the kids a lot of luck. Thank you for taking time to talk about your team. 
All right. Thank you so much for having me. You got it, Coach. Thank you. Mike Barnes done a very nice job as Gainesville High School's coach. And there, matter of fact, uh, I mentioned about Hawthorne uh, girls. Of the area teams, uh, Gainesville's alive. Columbia is playing. You'll hear Santa Fe coach Glenn Banks here in a moment. And uh, Hawthorne already is in the state semifinals in Class 1A. So it's been a really nice run for a lot of these uh, <clears throat> area schools here. 1226, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We will talk Santa Fe basketball, high school basketball, with Coach Glenn Banks next. And then the phone lines are yours the rest of the day. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melden Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville and North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldenLaw.com. Again, that's MeldenLaw.com. Melden Law, we won't back down. Do you wish you could take half the week off by Wednesday? At Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, you can do just that. Every Tuesday is Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy a handcrafted martini for 50% off. Wednesdays, get half off any bottle of wine up to $75. And if you make it through the whole week, we have the best brunch buffet and bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys in town every Saturday and Sunday. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, part restaurant, part museum, all good times in the heart of Gator Nation. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Gator baseball season is in full swing. And you'll catch every second of the action right here on WRUF. Gator baseball broadcasts are sponsored in part by Auto ER. Auto ER for the life of your car. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies this afternoon. Very warm with highs in the mid-80s and a light breeze developing. Gust about 15 miles an hour. Tonight starting off partly cloudy, then areas of patchy dense fog developing by tomorrow morning. Lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, a mixture of sunshine and clouds. Highs in the mid-80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. drives everybody. There's still nobody like him in that sport. Now, you can go back to Arnie's Army, but, you know, Jack wasn't as much of a fan favorite. They rooted for Arnie. Jack was just a better golfer, but Tiger, you still look at people who want to get out there and get a glimpse of him playing well. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. While we are continuing our look at some of the area basketball teams and high school that are still alive in uh, postseason play, one of those, Santa Fe High School, Class 4A Regional Final. Glenn Banks' team will take on the Villages Charter, and Glenn now joins us. Glenn, I'm going to ask you to go back to the Coco game. Uh, you put it on them pretty good. You had to be pretty pleased. What would you like about the game? In that game, uh, we came out great defensively, and we had great energy. Um, and uh, it, I think it stifled them a little bit. Uh, you also, this time of the year, you guys have been here. I, I think you advanced further now than you did last year, but you guys have been here before with some of these guys in this team. Does that help at this time of the year? It, it does help, but a lot of our guys um, – were when we went to, to the final four two years ago, they were sophomores, yeah, and they didn't play a lot, but they got the experience of how to handle themselves and be around the guys, and uh, so it does help for those guys to have that experience. You know, Glenn, I've uh, talked to you a few times, and I've not asked you this. Uh, I asked Coach Barnes this. I'm going to ask you the same thing. Um, if if you if a kid comes out and wants to play for your team and wants to play for you. What are some things you tell that kid? In other words, what do you hang your hat on as a coach? What do you expect of an athlete that plays basketball for you? Um, the, the first thing I tell the kids when I get them all together is, if you want to play on this team, the first guys I look for are the best defenders and the best rebounders. Uh, you play good defense and you rebound the ball, you can play for me. Wow, interesting. So scoring, scoring's a little further down the list. Scoring is a little further down the list because you got to stop some people to win some games. All right, let's take a look at who you're playing. The villages chart, uh, the villages charter. What do you see with them? Uh, well, they have a six ten uh, stud. He's uh, Alabama commit. Um, they're long. Um, they they play really hard, and it'll, it'll be a tough game. When you have a guy that is that length uh, and that height, 
what does it do in terms of trying to defend that, in terms of trying to you know, make that work for you? Uh, what you want to do is you, you, he's, he's going to be the tallest guy on the court. You want to use your quickness. Um, you want to run people at him from different angles to make him uncomfortable. Um, you always want to force him to his weak hand. You just try to do little things to, to, to make him uncomfortable. With a team, is your team? I mean, they're they're long. Is your team long as well? Team's not long. I have a bunch of minutes. My tallest <laughs> guy is probably six, he's probably six four or five. Um, he was a uh, state two A high jump champion. He's athletic, but we we're just small and fast. Uh, are you home or away? We're home tonight. Okay. I want to make sure that I'm sure Raider Nation will be out in force. The last thing I want to ask you, Glenn, because it's been, you know, a heck of a ride here. You, Because you, your program has been here and there's been this sustained success. Do, do the kids who are new, because you're in a small community, do they want to keep, is it something for them to say, we want to keep this legacy, we want to keep, you know, what we've had here going? Is that part of what the, the, the strategy, the, not the strategy, but the thought process with some of these kids? It definitely is. We call it Raider Pride. Um, we feed on that. Uh, all our guys are from our community. We don't have luxury of getting transfers in. You know, we may get one or two guys, but those my top seven, my seven seniors, they're all guys from Alachua. Are you excited for this? I'm, I mean, I've been excited since I found out we're playing again. <laughs> I knew if I had to ask anywhere, I know you are, but uh, especially at home, too. That's going to be kind of cool, too. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. Glenn, we I wish you. Oh, go ahead. Um, we haven't hosted a regional final in 20 years. Really? Really. Wow. That's pretty cool, too. Um, well, I hope Raider Nation packs the place. I'm sure it will. What's the game time? Seven tonight? Seven, yes, sir. Okay. Wish you luck, Glenn, and I hope you can make this uh, get one more win and move on. Thank you for all the times you've been on so far. Hope to get you back. Thank you for having me. You got it, Coach. Thank you. Glenn Banks. How about that? See, that, in athletics, you get kind of used to, you know, well, we're, we're good. We always – they haven't hosted a regional final in 20 years. That's something special. That's really cool. Uh, okay. We'll open the phone lines for you. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Mike, you're up first. How are you? Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Good. Before I talk to my, ba- my Gator baseball question, this comment about uh, you know, trying to speed up college football, mm-hmm. I think most people would agree that there's two reasons why these games drag on so long. The first one is we really don't need 20 to 25 booth reviews to determine if the ball is placed at the 25 or the 26. And secondly, with all the various angles and cameras and all, I think there should be something like a 90-second time limit on reviews. After 90 seconds, the video feed automatically shuts off, and you got to make a decision. I mean, you know, if you can't make a decision in, in 90 seconds, there's something wrong. I hear you, but I'll put a coaching hat on, okay? I want, I, I'm not concerned as a coach about the length of a game. I'm concerned if the call is right. Because if the call is wrong and it affects my team – in a negative way, I ain't going to be a happy dude. So the first one I kind of get, not the second one. Are you right most times? Should you be able to come up with a decision, you know, after 90 seconds or two minutes? Yes. 
But the most important thing about replay is, in my opinion, get the dang call right. And the second thing is about commercials. I mean, how many times have you seen where team scores, kicks, extra point, commercial, kicks off, commercial? Or in the cases, this happens mostly in the NFL, where a team goes on, you know, a nine-and-a-half, ten-minute drive. There's no stoppage in time. So, in other words, to make up for all the commercials that have been obligated in, in, say, the first or the second quarter, you've got to stack commercial on top of commercial on top of commercial. It just gets, you know, repetitive. It may get repetitive, but the research that's been done shows that that doesn't have much to do with the length of a game. Hmm. Okay, also, I'm getting a baseball question. Mm-hmm. Jack Caglione, he's going to stay in the rotation to be an everyday player for the foreseeable future, right? You would think that, yes. So is it even possible to dare to bring up the names of Mr. Wilkerson and Mr. Ruskin? Not yet. Not yet, but I see the point. I certainly see yeah, I mean, the point. It looks like he has a little bit. It looks like he has a little bit more power than Brad did. And, you know, you know, Brad was you know a really good contact hit. Had a lot of doubles. You know, but it seems like Caglione has a little bit more power. He does, and you know, those guys both were big leaguers too. Um, and I'm not suggesting Cax can't be, but yeah, I mean, I see the comparison. I, I understand it. You know, I don't want to jump to conclusions here, but based on his first start, uh, you know, really good, uh, he's got a chance. Let's put it that way. All right, thanks a lot, Steve. Okay, Mike, appreciate you. Thank you. Don, welcome to the show. Don, go ahead. Hey, hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Listen, Steve, I, I just want to – can I say some congrats to someone? Uh, first of all, I have two – Great nieces are playing with Hawthorne High School, and they're playing for the championship tonight. It's uh, Jasmine and Jalene Jackson. Uh, I have a nephew who's playing with Williston High School. It's uh, Greg Maxwell. I have another nephew who's playing with Santa Fe High School. I think they're playing tonight. <laughs> they are. And it's uh, My granddaughter is a cheerleader for Gainesville High School. And if they make it, they'll be in Lakeland. So, uh, you know, the family is real proud of everybody. And I, I just wanted to give a shout-out to all my, my, my nieces and nephews and, and my granddaughter. There you go. You. Uh, that, that, that's good stuff. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Don. Right. Yep. There you go. Well, nothing wrong with that. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve, man, I, I always follow up, you know, t- what a segue Uh yeah, my grandson goes to Hawthorne, doesn't play sports, but uh, just shout-out to that program, man, Cornelius and those guys, man, and, and the men's team that every year, you know, even when I played in the 70s, they always had a great program. And Santa Fe and Columbia and all the, all the teams, man, it, it, it's rough to make it to any kind of playoffs. So shout-out to you guys. And, uh, Steve, you know, I'm a Magic fan. I've called and berated them. And, and, and the, I think last night or sometime they, they, they got a big win against Detroit. Shout-out to the Magic the organization, you really look like you're trying to win games now. So, and and even Jacksonville and Steve, Steve last, I, I, if I get too off my rampage, you stop me. But Steve, you know, I was talking to some HBU folks, and I got an Alcorn shirt the other day. And uh, you know, when Dion left, it was some 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 bad water at Jackson State, and Ed Reed came to Bethune Cookman. If anybody from the HBCUs are listening. It's getting embarrassing the way you guys are running these programs. I just wish you guys tightened up 
get those guys in there and try to compete with these big schools, man. How the heck do Ed Reed leave Bethune-Cookman? I hope fam and them do good, and go Gators. Thanks, Steve, for that. Byron, thank you. Well, the only problem is it's not really factual in what you're saying, Byron. Uh, Deion Sanders did a really good job at Jackson State. He just left for a better gig. Now, Ed Reed, that was a disaster from the start. Uh, That wasn't handled well by either the school or him. Um, But, you know, it's that's a tough gig coaching there for money and, you know, a lot of different reasons. Uh, And as far as the Magic are concerned, I mean, beating Detroit, Detroit's not Detroit of, you know, yesteryear. As a matter of fact, they have the worst record in the East. So beating them, no big deal. Uh, but, you know, the Magic are better. Uh, I think they're 10, 11 games under 500. It used to be there were 30 games under 500. So they're better, but they still, they still have a ways to go. There's no question about it. All right, let's get some calls and emails. I'll get to Mark. He says, current safety and former five-star recruit Kamari Wilson was very close to, to Tony uh, and was a major influence in Wilson signing with UF. Now that Tony's gone and the portal's opening again, have you heard any rumors of Wilson entering the portal or any other players? No. Um, I, I think right now, first of all, I'm not saying that a, a kid's position coach isn't important, because it is. But think about it, Mark. How many kids have entered the transfer portal and said, I'm going there because my position coach isn't here. I can't think of one. So, but I get it. I think most kids want to play. And most kids want to win. And if those two things happen and they feel they're being coached well, uh, then I think everything's going to be okay. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Zach Penarello. Gator baseball is at home this weekend as they get set to host the Cincinnati Bearcats at Contra Ballpark. The number seven Gators come in at a, with four and one, at a record of four and one through their first five games, and they're looking to bounce back from a heartbreaking 10-9 loss to USF on Wednesday. You can catch the action right here Friday at 6:25. Number three Gator softball is out west in California for the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic as they get set to take on UC Riverside on Friday. The Gators are coming off a 10-0 loss to number one UCLA on Thursday, their first loss of the season. Coverage begins right here Friday at 3:45. Gymnastics returns home Friday to take on number 12 Kentucky in the top 15 matchup at the O'Connell Center. The Gators are looking to rebound from their first loss of the season against LSU last Friday, while the Wildcats are in search of their fifth straight victory. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Penarello. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Get ready for International Diamond Center's largest bridal event ever with a head-to-head matchup of the nation's two most acclaimed ring designers, Takori and Viraggio. It's next weekend, March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. For the first time ever, IDC's flying in the entire collections from these iconic designers. All the newest creations with special cash incentives and long-term zero-interest financing. There has never been a better time to get the ring of your dreams. These are the best of the best in stunning handcrafted bridal jewelry. Takori from California with its signature crescent design. And Viraggio from New York. 
Explorer with its distinctive, unique look unlike any other. Compare these spectacular rings side by side. And if you buy the ring and the matching band during this event, IDC will give you $1,500 towards your purchase. Plus, we're opening up the vault with thousands of GIA and Forevermark diamonds to choose from. And exceptional prices for this three-day buying opportunity. Don't miss the two most sought-after designers, Takori and Viraggio, coming together on the IDC stage for three incredible days. March 3rd through 5th. With special incentives and zero-interest financing. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Bedtime is rough. Even for Peanut. That's why people will try anything to fall asleep. Headstands before bed. Even blowing bubbles. But Ashley has a trick that works every time. A new Tempur-Pedic mattress. It adapts to your body's needs to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. You'll wake up feeling refreshed every day. Even Peanut agrees. So ditch the wacky bedtime rituals. Head to Ashley to take home a Tempur-Pedic today. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things, for our planet. Raise a fine glass of wine to your sweetheart and the environment. First, don't get hung up on packaging. Many great wines now come in boxes, which produce half the overall emissions that bottles do. Also, cardboard is just as easily recycled as glass. Finally, look for estate wines, where all grapes are grown on the vineyard and not trucked in from distant locations. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Are you still overpaying for a razor in this economy? What's going on? We got inflation, gas prices, overpaying for a razor. Come on. Dollar Shave Club. Yes, they're back. Better than ever. You can get a top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. They've been hawking shave products for years online. Now they're excited to bring you the same great quality, low prices at a store near you. Dollar Shave Club. You can find Dollar Shave Club in the men's razor aisle. Epic razors, epically affordable. Time for new tires? Well, trust the experts at TireRack.com. They've been crushing it for over 40 years. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive and... You can use their easy-to-use decision guide. They'll show you the right tires for how and what and where you drive. They've got the full lineup of Hankook tires. Test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Welcome back. Lots of uh, activity in Gatorland this week. I'll tell you about some of the other SEC baseball series coming up besides Florida and Cincinnati. But we want to hear from you. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Andrew, hello. Yes, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, Two things. Uh, First, uh, I'm going to hit one of the rule changes. Second, Gator basketball, men's. Okay, as far as the rule changes... um, I, I'm whatever they want to do, you know, is is pretty much okay. Except, I do not support the uh, incomplete pass and just, you know, keeping that ball, keeping that clock running, for two reasons. I think it stresses unduly the the defense more 
more so, I mean, some of these teams go crazy trying to cover these guys with all the contact. Uh, it's just like a protocol thing. It's like so much part of the game. They put the ball down, wind it. There we go. You know, everybody kind of collects it, gets it together. And I, I really don't know, you know, is, is it that they need nine extra plays a game, Steve? They really need that? I mean, is it really going to make that much difference, I think? I have a different view of this, and I don't know, and I think a previous caller, Mike, kind of alluded to it, okay? Yeah. It's the reviews. You, 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 uh. To me, the NFL, while not perfect, does a pretty nice job with their replays, right? So yeah. if you can sort of do what they do, then because the NFL games, you know, if a game starts at one, it's usually over by the time the next game starts at four or it's real close. So yeah. what happens, right? They're doing something right to get a game within that three hour time. So I just think if you can tweak replay don't have, A, as many of them, and B, make a decision. And I know what Mike said, and I, I have, it's, it's a two-edged sword. The decision's got to be right. But you got to make that decision right in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, it just seems to me like, you know, uh, they're just, uh, okay, you know, the weather's changing here. we got to make a few little. we got to move the, the swing the swing set from the north side of the uh, yard to the uh you know, south side of the yard, so the kids, you know, they can play a little better. But anyway, secondly, Steve, um, Coach Cal over there, UK, um, of course he said it would be a dangerous game for him. Uh, yeah, if they quit playing and let us get back in it before half like they did. But uh, he made mention uh, about um, Riley Kugel, and uh, he said that um, – he thought the kid was playing really great and that um, he was stepping up because he's got the opportunities with Castleton, like many of the other Gators do, insofar as, you know, increased production potential on offense. But um, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is some really knowledgeable callers, and, and, and I'm not disagreeing with them. Everybody's got their opinion. They said, well, or have heard that, well, the Gators will be – you know, lucky to win another game rest this season. Okay, that's a bleak outlook. In reality, we almost beat Kentucky, and if we play as hard as we played the other night against Kentucky, I think there's a chance we can knock some folks off the rest of the way here, Steve. Well, everything playing is hard. Everything is well. Playing hard's great, right? But playing hard doesn't guarantee you a win. You can play your rear end off and lose. It's about making shots. It's about defending. And Florida made shots the other night. They have and they been were good from the foul line. Well, they've been and they were good from three, better from three yeah. than what they've been. So yeah. I mean, you, you can play hard all you want. Doesn't guarantee you anything. It, yeah. it, it, I mean, good effort does that usually help you? Sure, it does, but it doesn't guarantee you a thing. You can play hard and lose. Right. Well, I'm kind of just looking at it from a, you know, I'm disappointed like everybody else is. We don't have a big man in the middle anymore. But, um, 
uh, I'm kind of, you know, just kind of throwing straws out here looking for something positive to end this season. I can't think of anything better than than a great hustle and, and you know, hitting some shots and everybody, you know, doing what people think we can't do, Steve. All right. Andrew, thank you for your call. Um, let me Let me see if I can – because I, I want to continue this discussion about shortening of games in football. I think, well, I, I better be careful what I want to say here. College, there's some college fans that say they don't like the NFL. I won't watch the NFL. You are completely shortchanging yourself. That that thinking is delusional. The NFL is better in every way. Now, I'm not saying college football isn't exciting and fun. It is. It's different. But to say you don't like the NFL because they're pros, well, okay, what I've never understood, let's use Billy Donovan's great teams. Corey Brewer, Joe Kim Noah, right? They all became pros. Now you don't like them? So the year before they became pros, you loved them. Now they're playing for a pro team, and they, oh, they're money hungry. No. What the NFL does with replay is exactly what college should do. I forget the name of it, but it's something like replay assist. They don't buzz down in college every play. I believe I'm right in this. Every play is reviewable, okay? In the NFL, they don't do that. If there's clear video evidence, they'll buzz down to the NFL official and say, hey, you need to take a look at this. Otherwise, they leave them alone. Why can't college do that? Why can't college adapt and adopt what the NFL does? There's a reason they're, they have commercials in their games, Lord knows. Right? Well, there's a reason why their games are shorter. So try that and see what happens. Right? And the other thing, even in the pros, I don't know how you do this. Some way, somehow, somebody with some kind of degree has got to come up with a targeting rule that is clear and concise, and that we don't spend an hour on replay over targeting. I don't know how they can do that, right? I just think some way you have to do that, okay? College football takes a longer time to decide that than the NFL does. And part of the reason for that It's very easy. They want to make sure the play is right because players get disqualified. In this case, if I'm coaching, you do want to take the time to make sure that the call is right because you don't want that player disqualified. Well, should you disqualify a player? Seth, I'm going to ask you this. I hope I'm right in this. In the NFL, 
Do they disqualify players for that? There's a personal foul targeting that comes into play. Yeah. They do kick people out okay. for. Um, but it's not like college football where it's an automatic ejection, then they go back and review it. Right. It's not that way. So it, it's there, there's an intent. There's a difference in intent. Like and, in the NFL, if you if they determine your intent was to target, they'll, they'll boot you, right? Yes. College doesn't matter if it's your intent. If you do it, you're gone. That you're making my point. Adopt the NFL way, and this way you don't because I, I totally understand you want to make sure that call is right and look at the thing a thousand times because you don't want to eject a player. I mean, you don't want to. N- nobody wants to do that, and Lord knows, no coach wants to see their player ejected either. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the second hour. Plenty of sports going on, uh, including softball, and uh, my friend Larry says, uh, as you said, my very favorite UF team, women's softball, took it on the chin last night and losing to number one UCLA ten nothing. Not only were they run-ruled, they also had zero hits and were one walk away from being the victim of a perfect game. Very humbling. At least they didn't lose the game after leading 8-3 to three in the ninth inning. Ooh, ouch. Uh, here's hoping for better success against UC Riverside and Oregon. And again, we'll have that game for you today against Riverside at uh, 345 today. So make sure you tune in. In this hour, our thanks to two of the basketball coaches for boys basketball going to regional finals today mike barnes of gainesville glenn banks of santa fe and once again uh hawthorne cornelius ingram's girls team playing for a state championship tonight as well in lakeland hour two coming up let's hear from you espn 98.1 fm 850 a.m wyuf Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. Unnecessary penalties are so frustrating. It can ruin the entire outcome for our Gators. And according to Mike Lester of Talon Wealth, by the way, Talon Wealth is the official wealth management team of the Florida Gators. And he says if you're not careful, 
An annuity or unnecessary fees that don't provide value could not only take a chomp out of your portfolio, but in some situations, it could possibly change your lifestyle in retirement. So, don't let expensive products or unnecessary fees take a chomp out of your lifestyle. Call Talon Well for a no-charge comprehensive financial plan valued at $1,500 to make sure you're on track to retire comfortably. 352-751-3200. That's 352-751-3200. Or schedule at guardingyournestegg.com. Talon Private Wealth, LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Or a license, D056341. Compensation was paid to Learfield for partnership with the Gators as of January 2023. The big screen. Big screen. The atmospheric lighting. atmospheric lighting. The unbelievable sound. There's only one place you could be. Uh, yeah. Um, at my house? Oh, yes. Very nice. Get the home theater you have always dreamed of. Electronics World in Gainesville. Visit electronicsworld.net for more information. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. Don't forget today, Gators softball, after getting thumped yesterday by number one UCLA, Gators play UC Riverside today. We'll have it on the air for you at 345. Seth Hart producing today. We will take your phone calls, 3928255, email Russell at WRUF.com. Don't forget tonight, Gator Baseball with Cincinnati. We'll have that for you, too, and all the baseball games this weekend. D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Happy Friday, man. Yep, same to uh, uh, a little bit about the coaches in uh, Gator basketball. Uh, with the coaches, Steve, I think you hit it right on the head in the beginning, man. Um, yeah, it's a strange time, and yeah, for sure. But I think Kerry Colbert's salary is, if it was, uh, they're saying it's going to be like $1.3 million. I- I'm sorry, man, you can't turn that down. And just like you said, man, you don't have to recruit in this world of NIL. You don't have to worry about kissing these kids' butt, worrying about, you know, what, what where these kids are going one minute, are they with you one minute, uh, or, or are they going to decommit the next minute? It's just less issues in the pros. You're dealing with grown men in the pros. And I think I think there's going to be a trend, Steve. I think, you know, a lot of these coaches, if they can get out of college and having to deal with all these headaches that comes with recruiting and there's an NFL job they can go to, I think they're going to go right for it. Uh, so, And, and I'll, I always laugh at the notion that when – People say Billy Donovan is coming back to college. Why would he come back to college when he can stay in the pros, deal with grown men, and not have to deal with this nonsense? Yeah, that's when, when I see his name. <clears throat> you know, if Calipari gets fired, he, I mean, look, anything is possible, right? I mean, some right. Th- there is certainly a lot to be said, D, about coaching, you know, 18 to 22-year-olds in a positive way, right? You get a lot out of that. I mean, I, I, I coached kids that age here, different thing, but I get a lot of pleasure out of that. And it's a little bit different when you coach pros who are making the money, and et cetera, et cetera. But I think because of all the things that you said, right, more money, uh, you know, not having to worry about recruiting, NIL, all of that, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty hard thing to turn down unless you really love coaching at this level 
Yep, agreed. Uh, Gator basketball, Steve, uh, just a hypothetical, just looking into the future. Uh, I saw Kermit Kermit Davis got yep. you know, let go by Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Steve, I wouldn't mind Todd Golden kind of, you know, getting a veteran guy on the staff, uh, kind of like Kermit, a guy that's, you know, been a head coach. Uh, you know, he, he knows the SEC. I, I haven't watched Ole Miss a lot, but they have pretty good athletes. Um, you know, like I said, I just the way kind of Larry Shiat was with Billy Donovan, just a, a veteran guy who can, you know, cap ideas around, just a guy who's been around the league. Yes, in theory, I agree with you. But then you have to let somebody go. Right. And I, that's the hard part, right? And yeah. if that coach, you know, has done a pretty good job and you're happy with what they do, uh, I, I mean, it, 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 I get it, you know, in a, in a, in a world of which you want to improve because uh, you, you, you sometimes tell a player, look, when you have those post-year meetings, look, you played 20 minutes this year. I don't envision you playing 20 minutes next year. I envision you playing 10. Well, that's a demotion, and that happens sometimes. But then do you tell an assistant coach, you did a really good job, but I have a chance to get Kermit Davis off. Sorry, I got to let you. That's a hard thing, but I get your point. Yep. Always good to talk to you, Steve. Same here, D. Thank you for your call. Uh, And isn't it interesting, Florida, speaking of basketball, and that was the first basketball call we've had today, basketball has gone completely in the rearview mirror. Done. They have a Vanderbilt team that was riding high, went to LSU, who was awful, and they got beat. They got beat. What I'm interested in is to see if Florida puts out the same effort and does, because remember, that Vanderbilt game, Florida scored points. They just couldn't stop Vanderbilt. And I mean, if and here, if I'm Vanderbilt, are you really thinking you're going to hit as many threes as you did the first time around? You're probably not going to do that. So, where do you make up the points? You make it up by playing better defense. So, interesting matchup on Saturday. And by the way, congratulations to the Gator women last night on uh, Senior Night. They beat Alabama. They'll end their season against Missouri, and then the SEC tournament is next week. BB says, I don't mind baseball or football games running long, but proposed football rules, uh, unsure about one, uh, which is no longer playing out untimed downs at the end of the first or third quarter that occur because of a defensive penalty. He likes banning consecutive timeouts. Uh, Okay. Then uh, Steven says, if you were a non-conference college baseball coach of a weaker team coming out of Gainesville, would you request the seven-inning run rule? Stephen, that's a great question. You're the third person that I've either run into or had or called the show and asked me that question. I'll put a coaching hat on, okay? Early in the season like this, I, I would want to play because I want to get my kids experience if I'm losing 14 to 2 I can put a pitcher in the game in the eighth inning and see what he does so early in the year like this I would probably say no run rule the other side of that coin is 
you know, you're going to run somebody out there just to run them out there. It's a long season, you know. But early in the year like this, I would I'd want to play nine innings. Williams says, been said on your show by a select few, they don't watch the NFL because they're paid. However, I believe this is a small minority, as most like myself just don't have a favorite team. That's what separates college fans from, quote, pro fans. The players come and go in college. People watch for the logo. I could care less what a guy makes in the NFL. Just don't have a team. I think a lot of people are like that. I don't know. I mean, if, if do people watch the I think most people that watch the NFL have a favorite team. Just like if you're in college, you have a favorite team. I don't think that that's any different. I think an NFL fan likes, for example, you're a college football fan, you like the game. You watch other games. You're interested in the, in the, in the sport. Same thing in the NFL. If you're a Jags fan, don't tell me you don't watch any other NFL games. I think you do. He says the targeting penalty needs to be updated ASAP. We agree on that. It was made by people who have never played the game. My biggest issue is it's always been selectively enforced in college. Offensive guys lower their head all the time and use the helmet as a weapon. Nobody's ever been ejected. When the rule was first adopted, I believe I'm right in this, the thought process was to do exactly that, that that would be eliminated. You couldn't lower your helmet as a running back. But the game of football is ridiculous if you don't do that. What's the guy supposed to do? Stand there and keep his head up and have his entire chest be exposed to some dude climbing? That's impossible. That's impossible. So, but I, I would say this. How many running backs have you seen that ram their helmet into a defender? I can't think of very many. They lower their shoulder, but is there a direct helmet thing? No. I don't think there is. That, that doesn't bother me as much as, as I said earlier, the way targeting is enforced in the NFL versus the way targeting is enforced uh, in college. I think college has to mimic at least some of the things the NFL is doing because for the most part, I think the NFL does a better job with those things than college does. All right, we got a long time to go here, so lots of things to talk about, 392 Five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. I I saw this. I think it was Jeff Darlington that uh, reported this. The Bucks are thinking Kyle Trask is their quarterback. They think he might be the best quarterback in the division. Now I don't know how you, but I mean they see him every day, right? I don't. We don't. And the other thing is. He had played a lot. So your, 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 uh, your view is what you see in practice, but I hope so. Not only for Kyle Trask, but the Bucks invested the first pick of the second round into him, and to get nothing out of him would be kind of ridiculous. So I think, now, if, if you can get Aaron Rodgers, I get it. If you get somebody like that, I totally get it. But if not, don't you have to see what he is? Don't you have to see what he does? I think you do, don't you? All right. Uh, John 
emails. Got a good thing here. He says, uh, <clears throat> Gator baseball stumbled. Uh, Gator softball stumbled. Uh, did the Seth, we just talked about it. Isn't it funny? He said, did the, did the fairly weak schedule hurt Florida here? I think there's two things you, you can do. You can, you can have your not. Okay, let, let me just go and make this point. I'm going to make it after the break. I'm going to talk to you about what Vanderbilt's baseball schedule was early in the year compared to a Florida. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just going to give you a comparison, and we'll talk about it. 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Zach Penarella. A big weekend in Gator sports begins Friday afternoon as the number three Gator softball team will be in California taking on UC Riverside in the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic. The Gators are looking to bounce back from a 10-0 loss to UCLA on Thursday, their first loss of the year. You can catch the action right here this afternoon at 345. Gator baseball is back in action against Cincinnati at Condren Ballpark this weekend. The 4-1 Gators are looking to bounce back from a heartbreaking 10-9 loss to USF on Wednesday. Coverage begins right here tonight at 625. In high school basketball, the Hawthorne Hornets will be playing for a state championship tonight against Wildwood. This is the third championship game appearance for Hawthorne in the last four years. Tonight's championship game will be a rematch of last season's regional finals, which saw Wildwood take home the victory. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Zach Panarella. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Brunch Buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCovid19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Everyone's talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only options. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Spring's coming, and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. 
Call QC Kinetics now and get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Melden Law, we won't back down. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka is doing some really, really good work with at-risk young boys. They've helped them for years. If you want to find out more about how they're doing this and how long they've done it, all you have to do is to Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. But let me tell you how they're doing it right now. They need your unwanted or unused vehicles. Car, truck, motorcycle, boat, whatever it is, if it's unused or unwanted, the boys, the Roadheaver Boys Ranch can certainly use it because the kids there take the vehicles, refurbish them, fix them up, and then resell them. In short, they learn real-life skills. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Roadheaver Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible. Again, to learn more, Go to rbr.org. Hi, Frankie Lane here from Lane's Yardware in Williston. The grass in your yard may be dormant right now, but it won't stay that short for long. In the meantime, keep those weeds on the fence line and around the house in check with a powerful new steel trimmer. At Lane's Yardware, we're here to help you keep your yard looking great all year long so you can proudly display your American flag. Lane's Yardware, located on Main Street in Williston and on the web at lanesyardware.com. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. By the way, Seth and I will not be here on Monday. We're going to a darkness retreat. <laughs> you know what? We, we, <laughs> you see the headline, right? Aaron Rodgers emerges from darkness retreat. You want that guy quarterbacking for you? I mean, I, I know what he is. He's a Hall of Famer. But it just is odd that when you that it makes news that a dude is coming out of a darkness retreat. Anyway, uh, let's get Tony here. Hi, Tony. Now, Steve, uh, as a Jets fan, the uh, answer to that is yes. I want him as my quarterback, Steve. Okay? Yes. Even even from a darkness <laughs> retreat. Okay. Uh, that, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I don't care what type of retreat, my man. Okay. Listen, Steve, talk, uh, talk to me first, man. Listen. The answer for the NFL is right in front of their face, man. Just look at college basketball. Go to a, to a flagrant one and a flagrant two. We all know what a flagrant one targeting looks like. A launching, the guy takes off, helmet first, nails him right in the other player's helmet. You can see that in five seconds. That's a targeting one, in and out. A targeting two, it's the ones that they take 10 minutes on. Well, is it the shoulder? Is he leading with the shoulder? 
shoulder? Did he hit him in the neck or is it the head? That's a flagrant two, just 15 yards for that. Target uh, flagrant one, 15 yards, and out of the game. It's simple. They should be in and out in one minute. We all know what those look like, don't you think? Most of the time, yes. Um, I still think the NFL, with the way it handles targeting, is a lot better because the replay is quicker. And so, I, I you know, again, if, I'm not so much – I don't have as much of an issue uh, of what targeting is as opposed to look at the video and decide. And I understand you look right. at different angles and all of that. I, I get it. It just seems to me, and I'm sure there's uh, evidence that would support this, that the NFL just does it right. And then the other thing that, that you can do, I mean, there's a lot of If you don't want to have replay, and, for example, if an official calls a holding penalty, do they review that? They yeah. don't. And sometimes the official blows it, right? Oh, well, but guess what? It's a penalty. So if targeting's called and the official blows it, make it a 15-yard penalty. You're not, you're, the game hasn't slowed up. And, okay, I might have blown it, but you're not disqualifying the player. It's a 15-yard penalty. The second time you do it, maybe you can make something, you know, it's, I don't know, some other kind of penalty. That's another way you can approach it to me that can make it easier. Definitely. Uh, Steve, a Gator Sports Day alert for tomorrow, especially for our families out there looking for something to do. You got 12 o'clock, the Gator Lacrosse top 10 matchup, Coach O'Leary and the girls. That's a lot of fun, a lot of exciting action out there. It's no charge, free admittance. So take the family out there. By the time that game ends, you go right across the parking lot, they open up the baseball field. All right? That's an awesome day for sports fans to take their families and go check out Gator Sports. Uh, Steve, as far as basketball goes, man, listen, real quick, it, it's asking a lot of a fan base right now in this day and age to root for a team that's at this stage, right? They're out of the NCAA tournament. They're neck and neck to make the NIT, which is really, you know, who cares kind of thing. And you've got 60 to 70% of your roster is going to be brand new next year. So pretty much at this stage of a season, you're really rooting for laundry right now. And I guess 20 years ago, fans would root for laundry, and that was enough for them. But this is like the perfect storm, Steve. This modern fan is not going to root for laundry, I don't think, in that type of situation. And the state of the game, especially basketball, is like a perfect storm. With this turnover, you just don't have kids to follow. Okay. I mean, even Kugel, we talked about that yesterday. 50-50 coin flip if he's back next year. At least that's my opinion. All right, so then, it's a lot to ask for the fan base. Then, then if that's the case, Tony, I'll, I'll let's take what you said and run with uh -huh. it. Okay? Then, I don't mean you here. I mean, then if, if yeah. it's like that, then don't hear, I don't want to hear in all kinds of weather, we stick together. Uh, nah, 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 nah. No, <laughs> stop it. Don't even yeah. do it. And that's what's happening now. Okay? I, I, I agree with you. Okay? It, I'm yeah. not saying all fans. I'm older school. And I've also rooted for teams that, for the most part, stink. But even yeah. if the Jets are 4-10, and 10, I want them to win. I'm rooting for them to win. I'm not saying... Well, this year, they're not going to be in the playoffs, so the hell with it. I'm not going to root for them. Now, I may not pay as much attention. I may not watch as much, as, but I still want them to win. 
So if that's the case and you're right that you're not rooting for, quote, laundry, ugh, ugh, tough. I think that's the state of the uh, college game now, Steve. This portal and the NIL, that's going to be one of the casualties, man. Okay. All right, brother, take it easy. Yeah, man, back. thank you, Tony. Appreciate the call. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, I want to throw a Jets bone to you, and then I have a thought about uh, a question, I guess, about the Ole Miss development today. Okay. Um, what's the latest do you think, Steve, the Jets are going to do at quarterback? What do you want the Jets to do, and how do you think it's going to shake out? Oh, a lot depends on a couple of things. Uh, uh, most, I think most Jet fans would take Aaron Rodgers right now, assuming he's all in, you know, assuming you know, he wants to go there and all that stuff. Uh, I'm not a big Derek Carr fan. His numbers with the Raiders, I don't think we're really good. And he had one of the best receivers in football, you know, over there with him and a guy who ran the hell out of the ball too in the backfield. So I think most Jets fans would take Rodgers right now. What's the latest on Zach Wilson? Uh, they're going to keep him, but he'd be a backup. Okay, hard to deal that contract, isn't it? Uh, it is. a lot of money. Yes, it is. And now, would they trade him if they could get something for him? Yes, I think they would. Uh, Steve, one question for you on this uh, Kermit Davis development. Looking around the league, we've got a lot of first-year coaches. I think Stackhouse is coming back. You heard some rumblings about him. Always curious about you know who might be coming into the league. But I can't help but think, Steve, you know this. Every year in the NCAA tournament, there's a coach or three that comes out of these mid-majors, shows up into the Sweet 16, and lands a big job. Could be one of those deals. The first, If you're going that route, the first person I thought of would be Dusty May. Who's he? Who's he? He's coaching. Yeah, I'm behind the curve on that. Uh, he's coaching Florida Atlantic, and they've been in the top 25. Okay. They've had a heck of a year. They beat Florida early in the year. Okay. He's a former Gator assistant, too. If you're talking mid-major, I think he'd be one guy. And I know uh, that Ole Miss, some Ole Miss fans would like to hire Chris Beard. But yeah. there's bad. Yeah, that's the real. That's the real one. There's is he gonna get right back in and all that. Uh, don't forget, Bruce Pearl came from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, you know the Donovan hire. Foley gets all the credit, but he was a Patino protege. Where did he come from? Marshall to Florida. Is that where he came from? Uh, Billy, you mean yes? Yeah. Every year there seems like there are two or three coaches we learn about this time of year. Like the Loyola Chicago guy, didn't he finally get a big job somewhere? Yes. Mr. Gene. Yes. Just kind of. Kind of interesting with the uh, Kermit Davis news. Not surprised, but it'd be interesting to see on that. Hang okay. in there, Steve. Mike, Mike, thank you. Yeah, with Dusty at FAU with the Owls, he's done a really nice job. Um, and look, I don't know enough about who the other coaches are at mid majors to tell you, um, but there's some guys that I think. Look where LSU went. Look who they hired. Where he came from. Right. Um, I'm going to talk to Mark Wise about this on Monday because I think it's Dusty May's name from mid-majors comes without question. North Texas has a coach. I don't know his name, but they have had success there with this coach. Um, he's won, I think, like 200 games. So if you're looking at a guy like that, and if you're going to go Chris Beard, well, then you know – you know, the hurdles you're going to have to overcome. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final half hour of the show today. 
Keep the calls coming. Let's talk some sports. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Oh, they're just nice people. It's not a bad, bad trip to the dentist like it was when I was younger. You know, that was a horrible thing. And, and now it's, it's, you go in and there are nice people there. They talk to you. They don't hurt you. <laughs> this is fairly important to me. Yeah. Well, and you look forward to coming here. It's not yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm going to the dentist. It's okay, we're going in to see everybody in exceptional dentistry. It sounds silly, but it makes a difference in the way you look and feel about things. So it's not just coming to the dentist. It's we being... come see our friends. Exactly. They're the best. That's it. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Finding security is a tricky thing. It's one part minimizing risk in all facets of life, and one part that fluffy blankie you had when you were three. And since Radiant Credit Union can't get into Grandma's attic to find Mr. Snuggles, we can help secure your financial future with our adjustable rate certificates. Let us secure your savings with rates starting at 4.93% APY for 12 months. Visit RadiantCU.org forward slash secure. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open account, $10,000 balance to earn APY. Bedtime is rough, even for Peanut. That's why people will try anything to fall asleep. Headstands before bed, even blowing bubbles. But Ashley has a trick that works every time. A new Tempur-Pedic mattress. It adapts to your body's needs to help you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. You'll wake up feeling refreshed every day. Even Peanut agrees. So ditch the wacky bedtime rituals. Head to Ashley to take home a Tempur-Pedic today. It's seventh inning stretch time. The first caller right now to 352-392-8255 scores a pair of tickets to the Innings Festival in Tampa, March 18th and 19th. Imagine Dragons, Dave Matthews Band, Weezer, and Pitbull, along with baseball legends Wade Boggs, Goose Gossage, Cecil Fielder, Ray Langford, and more. And as always, we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
Partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies this afternoon. Very warm with highs in the mid-80s and a light breeze developing just about 15 miles an hour. Tonight starting off partly cloudy, then areas of patchy dense fog developing by tomorrow morning. Lows in the lower 60s. Tomorrow afternoon, a mixture of sunshine and clouds. Highs in the mid-80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. You have dogs? Nah, how many dogs? No, the reason I asked is because I was happening to be looking through my phone. Dog was literally licking a baby's face. And, oh, that's so cute. I'm the Jay. You know what a dog's That's the problem with you. Well, until I recognized that the baby was like six weeks old. The baby's going to be immune to disease that for the rest of the like year. Old. Dog's mouths are cleanest thing on earth. No, the, whatever. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gators basketball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Uh, Paul says, can you tell me more about the Bearcats in baseball? Yeah, they're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, They had Georgia State for four games. Uh, they are picked to finish uh, next to last in the, uh, in their, in the American. Uh, and it's funny, they've not played Florida since 2006. And then Florida won 10-0, 10-4, and 20-4. We'll see what happens this weekend. Uh, okay, we got uh, about 20 minutes or so. Still time to hear from you, 392-8255. You can email uh, Russell at wruf.com. Uh, Bill says, Steve, I heard your other caller talk about uh, rooting for the, I think you said the laundry. Isn't that what you're supposed to root for? The answer is yes, you are. That's what you're supposed to root for. If There's a difference, I think, between rooting for somebody and interest, okay? In this day and age, I mean, look, there are still people who think the presidential election was rigged. That, that, that's the world we're in now, okay? And I also think Fans are having to pay more now than ever for tickets and amenities and things like that. But let me also say this. That's also a choice. You don't have to spend the money. Nobody is grabbing you by the face and saying you must spend this money. You're doing that, I would think, to support your school and because, you know, you want to go see your team play. Do you want to go see him play when they're playing well? Of course you do. We all do. I'd much rather see my teams play when they're good than when they're bad. But you're supposed to root for the laundry. Andrew says, are you a true Gator fan to check out when the season's over? Well, yeah. If the season's over, what's the point of following a team only when they're good? Does the view come with a climb? It kind of stinks. 
true fans can't go to big games because the ticket prices are super high when all the bandwagon fans show up to inflate them. Um, I think that's an overstatement, Andrew, because when you say that true fans can't go to big games, well, you're, you're saying the other ones aren't true fans. And I get it. I mean, money talks. That's just how it is. Chris, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, I, I was a uh, Cowboys fan when I was a kid. I mean, I grew up a Gator fan because I grew up in Gainesville, but uh, I just picked the Cowboys when I was little because I liked Danny White and Tony Dorsett. And my dad told me when I was little, you pick a team and you stick with it. And so that's what I did until, I'd say, 95, 96, when free agency cropped up and teams swapped players every year. Um, well, I think what happened was we lost the rivalries. The NFC Central still has some true rivalries, like the, the Steelers and the Bengals, the Steelers and the Browns. They don't like each other no matter who's playing. But for the most part, it's kind of like the NBA. These dudes are friends off the court. There's not really any uh, rooting interest between them, and I think free agency has played a big part in that. And if you throw in gambling and, and fantasy, uh, I think that, like, there's a lot more people out there that are rooting for individual players and uh, and the rivalries have gone away and it's taken a little of the spirit out of the sport. And my fear is that maybe where we're heading in college, um, you know, if your favorite players are transferring at the end of the year and they're playing for, you know, you see a kid go from Georgia to Florida, Florida to Florida State, they, they don't care as much. There's not the historical reference of rivalries with these kids growing up. And I, and I feel like that may be where college is heading. I can, I, I see the point, but here's what I've never understood. College is free agency. It has been since its inception. Here's why, Chris. It's called graduation. There's turnover. You know, when I hear people say, I don't like the NFL because, you know, the, all the, they, they all leave their team. Well, you eventually leave college. So there's, there's going to be automatic turnover every single year. So right. what's the difference? I, I, yeah, no, I see what you're saying, but it, it's not – it's turnover where kids are graduating. It's not yes. – we're only seeing this in the last few years where the player that you rooted for last year is now playing for the team that you don't like as fans. And I think that in itself – wouldn't be so bad. I actually like it, uh, but that in itself wouldn't contribute to the lack of rivalries. I think that plus the historical references. You know, if you talk to Doring and those guys, tell you who played in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, they could tell you why they hated Georgia. If you ask these kids now, there's a lot of them don't even remember Brandon Spikes or Percy Harvin. Uh, I think it's because information is coming so fast that people have lost historical framework. And I, so I think it's the combination of losing historical references plus the transfer portal where I just don't think we're going to see the, see the hatred that we've always seen. I, you, I think older fans will still see that because, to your point, right, you can go back and say, I remember 1976 when, you know, Florida led at halftime against Georgia was going to win the SEC and they blew it. You know, there's a reference point there. Right, and and, right. and I, again, to your point, you know, most of the time there were some transfers, but most of the time, you know, your teams were the same unless they graduated. So I definitely see the point. 
Yeah. All right. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate okay. It. Thank you, Chris. One of the things that I think sometimes is hard to understand, the only constant is change. And I think either you adapt to the change or you don't. And I, I get asked this very often, you know, take your, take, if you're a fan, what do you think? What do you think of all these rules? I'm old school. I don't like a lot of these things, but it's the way they are. So you have to adapt. Or just say, I'm done. It, it, the game isn't like it used to be. I don't like it the way it is. I'm checking out. And that would be okay. I would totally, totally understand that if that's what a fan decided to do. Because it is different now. And I do think the expectation of winning has a lot to do. There's a core of fans that go to women's basketball. There's a core of fans that go to men's basketball, regardless if they win or lose. Those are fans. It isn't because they win, they go. And I, I get this too, and I'm guilty of this. I'll be the first one to tell you. If I'm at a Gator baseball game, I leave before the ninth inning sometimes. I have dogs. I got to let them out, right? So, I mean, there's reasons. It doesn't make me a bad fan. And the other thing is, if you buy a ticket, right, and you don't go, well, are you, are you a bad fan? And on the one hand, you could say you are, but on the other hand, you're spending money that going to the university to help them. But you want to have people in the seats, obviously. You don't, you don't want part of, part of the uh, recruiting thing is the swamp. And part of the recruiting thing is a packed Condren ballpark or a packed softball place. So I get it. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We will have a final segment coming up. Stay with us, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jack Alperstein. It's senior night tonight in the O'Connell Center as number two ranked Gators Gymnastics has their final home meet of the season against number 12 Kentucky. The Gators are 8-1 and one and look to close out their SEC schedule with a win. On the diamond, the number three ranked Gators softball team is set to take on UC Riverside tonight. They look to bounce back after suffering a no-hitter at the hands of number one ranked UCLA. Live coverage of the game begins right here at 3.45 p.m. The 7th-ranked Gators baseball team looks to get back on track tonight at home against Cincinnati after a disappointing loss to South Florida. Coverage of the game begins here at 6.25 p.m. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jack Alperstein. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast car to see at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. You see me in my car? Wave, hello, and guess what? I'm driving a Southeast car agency vehicle. I have been for years. The reason, very simple. The vehicles have been really good. Lasted me a long time and fun to drive. And the most important thing is, when I went to Southeast car agency, 
Nobody forced anything on me. Their sales staff was there, answered any questions I had. The last vehicle I bought, I test drove several vehicles because I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really have something I that just fell in love with. Well, they were so patient. Let me test them out, and they'll do the same thing for you because they want to make the car buying experience for you the best it can be. They want to help you get the vehicle you want at the price you can pay. Their selection is outstanding. Go check it out, secars.com, or, of course, see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Everyone's talking about regenerative medicine now because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. If you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only options. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. Stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. Spring's coming, and you want to enjoy all life has to offer. Call QC Kinetics now and get a free consultation with local medical professionals. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. I recently asked my phone to answer the question, what is a Christian? Here's what she said. A Christian is someone who believes in God, has conservative moral values, and goes to church on Sundays. While there's some truth to her answer, she misses it badly. First, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than being in a garage makes you a car. And while it's true Christians believe in God, they also recognize they can know God through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Salvation is a gift, and Christians have faith and the trust to know Him as their Lord and Savior for life. So, are you a Christian? If you are, follow Jesus faithfully, and if not, May you put your trust in Him today. I promise you'll never regret it. You'll be thankful for eternity. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-932-8603 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-932-8603. That's 800-932-8603. What do you have to lose? Call 800-932-8603. Again, 800-932-8603. 
Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we have a final segment yet to come. I told you I was going to give you uh, a schedule of some other teams in the SEC. Uh, Ole Miss is playing Maryland. That's two top 25 teams. Arizona State is playing Mississippi State. UCLA is playing Vanderbilt, and USC is playing Auburn. So just different ways to... Attack a schedule. Joey is here. Hi, Joey. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm okay. A uh, quick question for you. I don't know if you saw it last night. The uh, player for Mississippi State, the ambidextrous pitcher, uh, threw six innings, um, left and right side, had uh, fantastic numbers. Did you see that? I did not see it, no. Uh, it was unbelievable. you got to look it up. Okay. Uh, and I can't – I'm looking forward to it when we play him. Um, but again, he had just he had 96 from one side, 94 from the other. Um, played six innings with incredible numbers. But my question is, and you may not be able to answer it because I've never even seen it before. I've always thought about it, how cool that would be. What kind of rules would there be for that for an ambidextrous pitcher? I mean, you've got the opposing team, of course. They can send up a right-handed hitter or left-handed hitter. What in the world? kind of rules would there be for a, a, an ambidextrous pitcher? Do you know? Uh, uh, the top of my head would be that there is no restriction. Now, somebody can correct me. But if, if a college umpire is listening, correct me. But if I'm a left-handed pitcher and a right-handed hitter is announced, in other words, Seth Hart hitting third base, I can turn around and pitch right-handed. I don't think anything w- would stop me from doing that. So, yeah, but what would happen if the skipper on the other team, you switch to the other side to throw to him, the skipper calls time and says he's going to change the batter. I mean, you can't do, do that. that. You, the new you can't do that once he's announced. Once he's announced, okay. I believe that's okay, right. That, that I, I think you have to I face just, a hitter. I, I believe that's right. Are those under new new rules or extent or, or you know just older baseball? Oh boy, rules? I believe it's a new rule because you're, you're you're we're going down a path here that I that I've never you know had before with an ambidextrous pitcher. Um, but I think once I know in big league baseball, once if you come in to relieve, you got to face a hitter now because it used to be yeah. you could make a pitching change and then it would slow the game. So one of the things they sped it up with you got to face a hitter. I'm not sure that rule applies in college where I'm, 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 I'm a left-hander, let's say. I'm pitching left-handed, right? And a right-hander, come, I'm, the right-hander is announced. I switch around and turn right-handed. I don't think you can then pinch hit. I don't think. Gotcha. Well, let, look it up if you – I know you didn't see it, but look it up. And that kid, it was, uh, it was really something to watch. I'm looking forward to him. Either coming here or when we yeah, play. I'll ask this weekend when I'm doing baseball. I'll ask and see what the what the ruling is. Great, thank you. Have a great okay, weekend. Okay, thank you, Joey. 
Um, interesting question. Ed, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. You probably talked about this a bunch right after it happened, but uh, Castleton's gamble, so to speak, uh, do you think he showed enough to improve his stock, whatever it was, in the time he did, the time that he did play, uh, obviously it's not a career-ending thing. Uh, I kind of think there ought to be a place for him, but the question's always been in the NBA: who does he guard? And but everything else, you know, he checks all the boxes. Uh, uh, what do you see down the line for him? I think where he has still got to show NBA scouts uh, is got to be in his three-point shooting. That's where he's going to have to take a boatload of threes and learn because of the way the NBA is now. You know, the stretch four, so to speak. Um, I think the NBA knows what he can do around the basket. I think the NBA knows he's a shot blocker. But I think the the missing piece for him, because, I mean, think about it. How many low post players do you see in the NBA now? You really no, don't. Just do that. Yeah. So he has that ability, but I think he's got to show he can he can stretch you out and 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 hit at least be a threat to make a three. Yeah, and so that mean maybe he's a a G League or a European League kind of uh, start to his career just mm. so he can get enough shots up. Or I, I mean, again, I think it depends on whichever team drafts him. Uh, because you can still keep a guy on your roster for spot duty, right? I mean, in the NBA, you don't go down to the, to the end of your bench very often, right? So he could still learn on the job, but if you want him to actually play games and, you know, learn in that fashion, then I think the G League would be where you go. Okay. And that last caller brought up a – I've never heard of that before. I don't think many of your callers had either a – ambidextrous pitcher, but uh, it, that brought to mind a, another subject that I've always wondered about is, you remember the EFAS pitch or whatever? Yep. Was I think it was outlawed because you have to, it, you, um, have to use a different motion to throw it or something, but I've always wondered why somebody doesn't pull that out of their bag every now and then. I mean, that's off speed at the max. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Steve Hamilton, I remember growing up, pitch for the Yankees and he threw that pitch um, I mean it's kind of a gimmicky thing um, and I don't know that it was specifically outlawed I don't know the answer to that um, but I guess because either A it is outlawed you can't throw it or B nobody wants to do it yeah yeah because it, it totally destroys <laughs> your wind up or whatever to, to I know you're not allowed to, to break, you know, once you start into the, your motion, you're not allowed to stop. And some of the pitchers that tried it would actually stop and then do whatever you have to do to get the ball with that kind of loft on it. But uh, uh, today must be your day for weird baseball questions. That's okay. Weird baseball right, questions you. is okay. Okay. Catch you later. All right, Ed. Thank you. Tony will be our final caller today. Hi, Tony. Real quick, Steve, I was watching a uh, baseball game on the ESPN Plus app a couple years ago. Ambidextrous pitcher against an, a switch hitter. They both started going back and forth for like about 20 seconds, and finally the umpires made the pitcher declare first. He had to declare, and then the batter went the other way, obviously, and they continued on with the ball game. Yeah, so, I think in that aspect, 
That's right. But I, I'm not sure that's the question, unless I misunderstood it, that he asked. In other words, gotcha. if, okay, let's say this ambidextrous pitcher's pitching lefty, all right, at the time. So now a, a uh, left hand, and, and there's a switch hitter, a left-handed batter comes up. I think at that point, I don't know that the pitcher can switch to your, what you're saying and have the hit because if that it'd be the it'd be a constant you know going. I don't know if once the batter is announced and he says say he steps in right-handed, can the pitcher right. then change and pitch right-handed? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know that specific one either. Steve. Yeah, and no, I'm going to try wait. to find that I out. Mean, Find out. Have a great call this weekend on uh, the game. Buddy. Okay, Thanks. Tony. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, but but, but I, I think he's right in what he said about the switch hitter and the ambidextrous pitcher. I think you do have to declare at some point um, if, it's, if it's that case both ways. Interesting question. And, uh, you know, if, you're, if you are ambidextrous, that's certainly uh, – and, and if you're good at it and you can do it both ways – I think that's uh, really a cool thing. Don't forget, uh, we will have Gators softball for you trying to rebound from uh, a run rule last night uh, against UCLA. UC Riverside is the next opponent. We'll have that game for you live today at 345. By the way, Erin Jackson, remember her? Right? She won a gold medal at the Winter Olympics in Beijing. Uh, She's from Ocala. She's a Gator. Graduated from Florida. Became the first black American woman to medal in speed skating. Uh, they're putting on a bobblehead of hers. Yeah, how about that? So congratulations to Erin uh, Jackson from Ocala, a Gator, getting a bobblehead. Pretty cool. Our thanks today to Gainesville High boys basketball coach Mike Barnes, to Santa Fe High School boys coach Glenn Banks. Both those teams are in regional finals tonight in boys basketball. Hawthorne's girls are playing for a state championship later today in Lakeland. We wish them good luck as well. Thanks to Seth for producing. We thank you for listening. Uh, Tune in to Gator Baseball this weekend. If not, we'll see you Monday back here on Sports Scene. But first at 11 o'clock with Hoop, there it is, when Mark Wise joins me. Enjoy your weekend. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981FM.